It ain't much. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another fantastic and exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host for the evening, Chuck Fitzgerald. My co-hosts, Dave Koch. Well, there's some bad news about Dave. Um, he fell into the Grand Canyon, um, and Pacinetti is currently on the run. I'm sure that's purely coincidental. Um, I don't think Pat pushed Dave into the Grand Canyon. We'll push about here. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm not saying that Dave was pushed into the Grand Canyon by Pat. I'm just saying those two things are not mutually exclusive. However, because of the crime rate going on, crime, crime spree going on out in uh, the Grand Canyon, I am joined by three of our fantastic rotating hosts for this evening from the big state of Texas, where everything is big and bright. No one's going to say deep in the heart of Texas. All right. Um, Jeff Williams. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks for the clap. Uh, Jeff Williams. Flash photography. I don't know why. Deep in the heart of dinosaur. That's all I got. I don't think there's any more lines to that song, so that's pretty much it. Thank God for that. Yeah. <laughs> From... <laughs> Scotland, which thanks to him, we learned that was part of the UK a couple of months ago. Stephen yep. Maxwell. I'm surrounded by idiots. Well, no, we, we just like to sing our songs. <laughs> and our resident. Mm, how to describe what Joe is? Like a quasi snowbird. No, we could call you a karaoke expert. As there is a 50-50 chance that he is going to sing this evening, Joe Quattrochi. Uh, Dave is not in the Grand Canyon. He tried to cross the river into New Jersey, and let's just say we took care of him. Some men's shoes. Got it. <laughs> the Meadowlands is a mysterious place. Uh, <laughs> huh. It's a Hoffa reference. I, I think... <laughs> Joe just admitted on tape to killing Dave and Jimmy Hoffa. No, I just listen. I'm just saying, Dave always knocks the great state of New Jersey. And listen, you try to cross the river into our parts, people hear things. Uh huh. Interesting. Anyone from the FBI is listening? I will take the award for uh, for Joe. But with that being said, we are going to move on to our first order of business this week. We are going to talk about our two fantastic sponsors. DVCresalemarket.com is the place to go for all of your DVC resale needs. Right now, you can go on to DVC Resale Market, and they have a ton of options. I'm, I'm looking through them right now. I, I see stuff for Animal Kingdom Lodge. I'm, I'm looking at Boardwalk. And you know what? These are really the people that you want to go to if you are in the market for DVC resale. So give them a, ch uh, a shout and give them a gander at DVCresalemarket.com. Also, in case you run out of energy while looking at your DVC resale, Joffrey's Coffee. Man, you know, I'm not a real big coffee guy, but uh, that'll wake you up. Um Right now, we're going to be talking about the Food and Wine Festival that's going to be happening. And as normal, Joffrey's has a very strong presence. And that's because they have high-quality products at low-quality low prices. No, that doesn't sound right. At reasonable prices. Um, so go head on over to joffreys.com. Tell them the Mickey dude sent you. Your name is, or the, the code for the secret stuff is Quattrochi. There's no spelling assistance, though. You got to get it right on your own. <laughs> yeah, there's no Prom chance. Promo code invalid. That right. <laughs> Promo especially, code invalid. Especially Dave. Dave will never get that right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there, there is no spelling assistance on this one. Um, but, you know, tell him Joe sent you. It's not going to do anything. Just tell him Joe sent you. <laughs> hey, Seti, spell Catrucci. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, folks. Well, with that being said, it is currently August, and you all know what that means. Yes, Christmas is coming, but before we get there, we are going to start with the Food and Wine Festival at Epcot. It's everyone's favorite time of the year. This year, it's going to run from August 30th to November 12th, which, if I'm not mistaken, is the longest stretch that they're running. Um, It lasts longer than the Halloween party, but not by much. Which I think starts this week, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, 110 degrees in Orlando, and it's Halloween. That's how that works. Yeah, let's go trick-or-treating. Let's hope the candy doesn't melt before we get back to the car. (laughs) I mean, there are really like four seasons in the Disney. There is there's the Halloween season slash food and wine. There's Mickey's Very Merry Christmas season. Spring break. Spring break. How many is that? Three? And then there's Diet Epcot, which is the summertime. Yeah, Diet Epcot is great, though. You forgot oh, for Jersey Tuesdays. Week. No, yeah, that, Jersey that week. falls under Food and wa- or, uh, Flower and Garden. <laughs> you know what? I think Joe's taking some liberties with some seasons. <laughs> Just rolling with it. It's what came in my head. You know? Yeah, well, you could have made the Four Seasons Hotel joke. That would have also worked. <sighs> These these festivals just last for months. See, you just set the jokes up and they just fall down, you know? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Well, this week we are going to be discussing the Food and Wine Festival this year at Epcot. Um, Based on the fact that it is not yet August um, August 30th, the prices have yet to be released. So we're going to do things a little bit differently because I'm in charge. There's no budget because we don't know how much anything's going to (laughs) cost. But we are going to do a new game that I don't have a clever title for. The rules of the game are simple. Pick one new-to-you food option. One favorite food option that's returning from years past that you're definitely positive you had before. And one drink from any of the pavilions, including Taste Track, um, which is a newer addition to this year's Food and Wine Festival, even though it already existed. So don't ask me details on semantics. Um, And just tell us what you're going to go with. So we're going to do one returning favorite, one new to you, because, you know, I, I don't know what's new and what's not anymore. It all blends together. And one potentially alcoholic, potentially non-alcoholic drink. Now, for the record, um, shakes are neither... Shakes are definitely not food. So if you go with that pancake shake, that counts as a drink. For anyone that's curious or thought about it. Mm, Pancake shake. I didn't say you had to have it right now. I mean, the pancake (laughs) shake would probably not be a good idea from the months of August to uh, October 31st. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and milk was a bad choice. Especially in the heat. Yes, exactly. All right, gentlemen, so do you have any questions about tonight's topic? No. No. Let's go for that. Okay, and we're going to throw in a bonus round. One of the best parts of Epcot's Food and Wine Festival is the Eat to the Beat concert series. So, what you're going to have to do, what your your mission, if you choose to accept it, which you already have based on the fact that you're here with us this evening, is to tell us which group you would like to see the most out of the Eat to the Beat series. And you have to do a little number. <laughs> you I'm never said that, that little. <laughs> yeah. Me, 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 me. <clears throat> <laughs> So everyone listening at home, we're sorry for what's going to come out of Joe's mouth. Turn down the bass and treble on your car radio. (laughs) You know what? Just turn it off. (laughs) We'll understand. But with that being said, Joe, we're going to start with you. What is the first new item that you are going to want to try this year at Food and Wine Festival? All right. So um, the first one that kind of caught my attention was at the Flavors from Fire uh, cart or booth or whatever you want to call it. But it's going to be the charred chimichurri steak. Uh, it's on a smoked corn cake with pickled vegetable slaw and a cilantro aioli, as known as a fancy word for mayo. Um, love cilantro. Chimichurri, sa- chimichurri steak sounds great. It's just something different that I don't think I've tried yet at Food & Wine. And this thing kind of stuck out at me as I was looking through the menu. I was just like, yeah, I want to try that. So uh, that's first on my list right now. Okay, now that, that sounds kind of like it belongs in the Mexico Pavilion. 
based on the the flavoring there. But I, I remember last year I had a lot of stuff from that uh, fire flavor pavilion flavors from fire. And it was really good. Their sticky pig wings at that pavilion are fantastic. Yeah. It was a toss up between the. I'm sorry, Stephen, interrupt you. It was a toss up between the sticky pig wings and the chimichurri steak. And for some reason, recently over the last couple of years, anything with like a chimichurri kind of sauce or flavoring, I'm kind of gotten into. So uh, yeah, that's why it kind of stuck out to me. Yeah, All right, we that's did fantastic. The sticky pig wings as well. They were really, really good. Although they ran out of napkins <laughs> when we were there, so. They really were sticky pig wings on your <laughs> fingers wipes, all man. day long until you had to find a, a restroom to wash your hands. Now, Stephen, I have one question about that. You were wearing pants, correct? Or trousers or, of some type? Trousers. Always so wear why pants. Did you need Never na- go commando. <laughs> why did you need a napkin? I mean, you could have just wiped your hands off on your pants. What a Philistine, you know? <laughs> Bear in mind, I'm in name for the next, the next what, eight hours, maybe? Yeah, this so midnight. <laughs> this is, you can see all the ducks following you. <laughs> Nobody knows who you are, Stephen. It's all good. You're, smell the pig. You're never going to see these people again. They're not going to remember the guy with the sticky pig wing sauce all over his pants. <laughs> Those are story they take home with them, though. I says, wait till I tell you this. <laughs> he put the bones in his pocket. <laughs> oh, speaking of Stephen's inappropriate usage of napkins. Where are you going to go first? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go over to the Hawaii uh, outfit. And a lot of people are really, really bothered about having fruit with food. But, you know, like, like pizzas with pineapple on. But no. No, no, stop. Pizza yeah, does not. I knew, I knew somebody was going to pull me up for that. This is not. Pineapple is great. It really is. You can oh, have I'm not disagreeing with you, but it doesn't go on everything. pizza. Yeah, ham and, ham and pineapple pizza. No, it it's doesn't have Hawaiian happen. pizza. No. <laughs> so, I go to the Hawaiian booth. It says they do a Kahlua pork slider, uh, sweet and sour dough pineapple chutney and spicy mayonnaise. I mean, what more could you want? You know, it's, I love a bit of spice. You know, the sweet and sour just smacks you about the face and then it's like your own personal it's like Kahlua dough whip, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm looking at a picture of it just now and it just... I had one of them, and uh, I think I should have maybe went back and had another one because they were that good. But the color, I love sort of coffee as well. So it's with it's like a coffee orange sort of chutney that thing. It's great. Nice. Has any, has anyone had this before? Because I know it's not new to the menu. I haven't. Great I'm discussion. Not. You guys aren't the best color men in the business for nothing. <laughs> All right. Have you had this before? No. <laughs> and no. All right. Very good then. Uh, moving forward or er, backwards, I guess, kind of off and to the side. Jeff, what what are you going to go with? Now, you haven't really done food and wine, correct? Right. Well, I met you guys at that, uh, was it Glow in the Dark uh, place? I don't know what the no. heck it was called. Light Lab. Light Lab. Light Lab. Uh, I literally was, you know, an hour before leaving for my. Uh, flight so i didn't get to really sample uh food and wine too well um but no i mean I, i've got ironically i've done the other um the other two um festivals uh so i've got a little sampling of what it's like i just my thumb hurts right now from scrolling through the menu it's unbelievably how deep the menu goes uh mm-hmm. but i would say for sure everything looks very uh appeasing um but as you kind of look through all the menu items, uh, a lot of things I've, you can kind of get an idea of what it would, the flavors would be. And, uh, I'm sure I wouldn't dislike anything on here, but, uh, going over to China, uh, what caught my eye was the Beijing roasted duck bao bun with hoisin sauce. So, uh, roasted duck is, is a rarity. It's not something and it's, it's, you know, it's, if done correctly, it's, it's really, really awesome. But it's very kind of rare. You kind of almost have to go to your local Chinatown to really get it done right. Um, so that kind of caught my eye. A little uh, bao bun, uh, toss that back. Uh, now, like you said, the prices haven't gone out. So usually the first round of reviews are, will be complaints whether it's worth the value or not. 
So uh, it's kind of nice that we don't see the price tags on these right now. <laughs> yeah, and everything is uh, worth the value when you don't know what it, how much it costs. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Now, I'm not a big duck guy. Steven or Joe, you duck guys? Yeah, uh, like, like no. about a duck. It's basically hoisin. So, I mean, obviously with the aniseed coming through and that, it really is. I could go for a hoisin quite a lot. But you're saying about prices there. Uh, obviously, when we go across a lot of time, it's on the dining plan. So, all these snacks are all part of the dining plan for your snacks. So, you can just pick them up as and when you go along. So, the amount of snacks you get when you get to Disney, uh, you can't possibly eat them all within two weeks. So that sounds like a challenge. Absolute, <laughs> you just do a big trip around food and wine, and you just, you know, there's some of them. I mean, like the the bun with the, the lobster roll uh, over at Hops and Barley. You know, that's about seven or eight dollars. You know, for that alone. So you you really can make the most of your your dining credits when you get to food and wine. Wow, you just blew my mind, Stephen. I didn't even think about stacking them up like uh, for a two-week trip that you guys would pull off. That'd be pretty amazing. Well, it's about two a day, two snacks a day we get, you know, yeah. so uh, Brilliant, 28. Yeah. Uh, just, you could fill your boots with that. Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely can, but you can't bring it real. You can't bring the food home like we do with our snacks. <laughs> but no, but you can if turn you them have in, leftover turn snacks, them in candy. you've done something wrong. <laughs> I know. Uh, but I mean, with, with two meals a day and two snacks a day, uh, you can turn your meal credits into three snacks, and then you you can buy a lot of kit, or you can just trade them in for a lot of candy. So the amount of stuff that we brought back with us the last time, I mean, we enough filled a suitcase for it. You know what? That's actually a really good point. Um, we while we don't know the prices of anything, we do know that in years past, um, the dining plan does count for literally almost anything on the menu, any food yeah. item on the menu um, as a snack credit. So that that is something to keep in mind if you are going down to uh, to save your dining credits because Steven has a great idea. Also, if you want to throw any our way, <laughs> I mean, we'll, I we'll be meet up. up. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go over to myself and I'm going to cheat a little bit here. Now, it's new to me in the sense that I haven't had this specific thing here. However, at the refreshment port, they have the beef brisket poutine. Um, Disney has a very good history of making decent beef brisket. Um, so this is going to be the French fries, beef brisket, beer cheese sauce, um, and poutine gravy topped with crispy onions. Now, it's French fries, meat, gravy, and cheese. What could go wrong? Not kidding the cheese bit, but I do like the idea of the onions, the crispy onions. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's just like Funyuns, but, you know. Yeah, if we knew where that was. <laughs> well, everyone in the States knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Steven, like, I, I can't translate that. <laughs> Although we were talking about translating Scottish stuff today. Yeah, we had me, we had me yeah. all right. Well, if anyone listening can translate what Funyuns would be to Steven, feel free to let us know. Look, uh, I can do deep fried stuff over here. It's one of our fortes that we do everything deep fried. So if right. it's onions deep fried, I know where that is. <laughs> all right. Ironically, there's probably nothing onion in them. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's onion it's in like name onion, only. Onion flavored. Yeah. Onion flavored batter. <laughs> onion flavored crisps is what it's they like are. Pringles. Yeah. Oh, right. so it's like Pringles. Yeah. It's like onion rings. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, onion those have onions crisps. in them. They're they're no, onion crisp onion rings. Ring crisps. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Got you. Oh, all right. Thank God that someone translated that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to go back around. We're going to go back to Joe, and we are going to go with Joe. Something that you want to do as a returning favorite at Food and Wine. So. This was a tie between two of them. I'm going to pick one just for time's sake. But I'm really a fan. Um, this was not offered last year. This is I go back to 2016. Uh, so I'm hoping it's offered this year. I'm scrolling through the menus, but I'm going to talk about it regardless. It is in Africa, they had just a buttered chicken served with cilantro and non bread. It's and not this, on the menu. It's not. A, does it have to be in the menu for this year? You well, said yeah, that's the point. <laughs> you, said it was, you said it had to be a past favorite, right? Yeah, that's returning this year that you're going to go uh, for again. 
Oh, what about I just an India? The one. There was an Indian one. recommendation to go and get it this year. Oops, sorry, it's <laughs> not on the menu. <laughs> oh, crap. I misunderstood the instructions before... Uh... Well, maybe about... if you weren't reading while you were driving, you would have understood the instructions. Well, how about this? Let me ask you a question. I do not know if this one is returning or not, but can I pick a new one that would be new to me this year? Absolutely. All right, so... Um, as you guys know, um, first of all, I am a fan of the buttered chicken. Hence, that was a great gateway drug into my time at Sanab. Anyway, so um, so I'm going to Hawaii in like about a month. And um, if I'm going to try spam anywhere, it's going to be a Disney product of spam. So I don't know if the teriyaki glaze spam hash with potatoes, peppers, onions, and spicy mayonnaise from the Hawaii cart uh, is a returning favor. But that's something I'd want to try. If I'm going to try spam anywhere, it's going to be at Disney. And that sounds fantastic. It's a safe bet. So, yeah, I'm going to try the teriyaki glaze spam hash with potatoes, peppers, onions, and again with spicy mayonnaise. Spam? 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 I was really excited about talking about the buttered chicken, too. But <laughs> I mean, you could still talk about it. Yeah, it's all right. But I saw the, uh, the, uh, the, but I just said the spam was on my list as well. So glad okay. I got to bring that up. All right. Very good then. <laughs> what um, do you guys, any, what, real any quick, comments have, on Josie Bam, Steve? Have you guys spam tried spam? Is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. Is. yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, we have it over here, and you get it in a tin, and you have to use a key to open it up. Yeah, it's and... still, still the same. Yeah, and it just looks like reconstituted pink stuff. You know? Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. What, what is it? That I, I've never had Spam before, honest to God. Like, what does it taste like? Uh, I've never had it. Yeah, uh, kind of like so. an uncooked hot, hot dog weenie. Okay, yeah. so it's, it's, such, it's, like, it's like eating a hot dog, but out of a, out of a can. Yeah. yeah, but even even when it's cooked, it still tastes like an uncooked hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you got to be creative. I, I would love to try this and like record it, and you guys could like tweet it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds like a very good idea. Nice. Video you being sick in the corner. <laughs> we need someone bit, to follow you though. Have a little bit of spam with some Beverly on the side. Ugh. There you go. Wash it down, yeah. Exactly. I've I've never had spam, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna comment on it. I am gonna try it though when I go to uh, Hawaii though. I want to try it actually in Hawaii. When's that again? Uh, September 10th, I think. Hmm. Very good. So, yeah. Uh, yeah one it... of the I mean, we do the, as I said, deep fried everything over here. So, spam fritters is one of the things that you get over here. And Why would you do that? that? You put a batter around the outside of it. We put batter around everything. We even put <laughs> batter around like Mars bars and Snickers bars and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we do that too. It's at the counter fair. Uh-huh. We do it for breakfast. Filet mignons, probably. <laughs> No, yeah, spam. Uh, when you get over there, it's gonna be what I've had it. The best form I've had it is in like fried rice, so chopped up real fine. So it just it's if it, it, it's really if you put it in something creative way, it's really can add some nice flavor to a, a dish. But anyway, I can't. You can't. In my opinion, you can't go wrong with pork. So whatever it, yeah. it works. Or out. imitation pork. Yeah, whatever it is, yeah. you know. Yeah, spam's good when you put it with something else, like chicken or beef or something that tastes nicer. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Steven, by the way, Funyuns are available in the United Kingdom, according All to right. yeah, so. according to the internet. According to the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's a wonder that internet. Into... <laughs> <laughs> Man, everything's on it. <laughs> All right, Stephen, speaking of the internet, what did you find on the internet that's going to be returning at Food & Wine this year? Yeah, uh, well, good day. I'm going to Australia. Uh, they have quite a lot. I mean, it, it's renowned for having lamb products over there. Uh, and obviously being an island, a bit like ourselves in Britain, uh, it does have a lot of seafood as well. So I'm going to go again for the pineapple again. I'm just drawing it pineapple. This is, there's, there's not enough pineapple in this world that actually goes along with food. Chunk. <laughs> well, no, I love pineapple, but it doesn't go on pizza. This <laughs> is so. I'm gonna go with a grilled sweet and a spicy bush berry shrimp with pineapple, pepper, onion, and snap peas. Uh, that's a meal in its own, you know. Yeah. The shrimps you get over there, 
you know, I've, I've said this in one of the other podcasts that we've done. They're running about the size of your head. The ones, the shrimps that we get over here, are about the size of your pinky nail. So you need a, a bit, a pound of them to make up with one shrimp that you get in America. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's, it's lovely. I love shrimp, love seafood. So I'd go for that, definitely. Nice. I'm not a big shrimp guy. I've done it once, but nice. I always regretted it. <laughs> no, it, it was good. It just eh, not 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 enough to draw me back. Yeah, obviously, you never did the right set of stuff. You should go for this stuff in Australia. <laughs> there you go. Well, it sounds a lot more appealing than fake meat product. <laughs> hey, uh, check. Do you like uh, lobster? No, not really. Okay. There's. I mean, there's, I'll eat it. But... Yeah. You know, what Stephen's referring to is, I guess they're called prawns, but they're they're so huge they're they're really borderline lobster. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I do know what prawns are. Pepe was a prawn. There you go. Yeah. All of my knowledge of seafood comes from the Muppets. That is the second <laughs> Muppet reference this evening. <laughs> nice. All right, Jeff, what are you going with? Well, this might come in as a very. Uh, how you say um, plain, uh, ordinary, but the Canadian cheddar cheese and bacon soup served with a pretzel roll in Canada. Uh, can't go wrong there. You know I'm going to walk away happy. Um, so, you, you know, you can spend some money, and I have on some of these festivals and been kind of yep. like, meh. But I know good and well I'm going to throw some money down on this and walk away really happy. So, um, so yeah. I, that's what I'm going for. It's delicious. I would eat that all day if I could. Yeah. I mean, it's not really conducive to the Florida heat because it's cheese soup, but <laughs> it's delicious. Right. That's what I was going to say. At least you'll keep it warm because 30 degree heat and then you get soup to, to wander <laughs> around World Showcase. Fantastic. You're going to yeah, sweat off like... everything that you put in. Why are you so sweaty, Jeff? Uh, <laughs> cheese soup. It's 95 degrees. Right. Okay. <laughs> So, does anyone have anything to say about cheese soup that would add anything to the fact that it's amazing? It I mean, doesn't it, sound very conducive, does it? <laughs> cheese it's soup for itself. But it is absolutely gorgeous. It's creamy goodness with bacon through it. I mean, what more can you want? I mean, bacon is just awesome, especially if it's Canadian bacon. And not spam. <laughs> this is true. Joe, what do you have to say? What say uh, you, Joe? I mean, I don't even think it even needs the bacon in it. The, the soup speaks for itself. I think you're right. The bacon sometimes is just the bacon nice is almost too touch. salty. I mean, it, it's uh, just the, the product alone. The dish on its, on its own stands by itself. Hmm. Yeah, but sometimes bacon's a nice touch. Bacon's, you can yeah, never really go too. wrong with bacon, though. I've almost become a fan of turkey bacon more than regular bacon. I know that huh. sounds sacrilege, but it is sacrilege. I don't know. I just touch that. All hate mail can be sent to Joe Quattrochi. <sighs> Dude, I've been right on a diet for the last three last months. I've been finding food. great alternatives. So you know all the. <laughs> <laughs> all the kids meals at uh disney they autom- by by automatic uh they feed the feed you the turkey bacon we actually our kids don't like it we actually have to you have to request the other regular pork bacon but anyway yeah i want that real bacon none of this yeah. fake stuff yeah none of the one with wings <laughs> <laughs> does this you bacon fly, fly? <laughs> did it at one point in time a flyer does it walk? <laughs> <laughs> I want that walking bacon. <laughs> All right. So that's just what I was just going round World Showcase. There's thousands of people who walking bacon there. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was oh, but speaking of bacon, I know where I'm going. I'm going over to Active Eats, and I'm going to get the loaded mac and cheese. Oh. Do you know why this segue works with bacon? Because it has pepper bacon, cheddar cheese, peppers, and green onions. It is kid-approved. It is actually making its third appearance at the Food and Wine Festival at its third separate booth. Um, the the dish is so good that they find places to stick it, and it is amazing. Highly, highly recommended. Have you guys had this before? Yeah. I've I have, yes. loaded mac and cheese. I always, I always think when you go... And you you get like mac and cheese. It's very, it's it's not a a high end product. You know, I think when you go to food and wine, you sort of 
you know, especially myself, I sort of go for the high-end sort of products, you know, like shrimp, you know, the tenderloin, stuff like that. Yeah. Mac and cheese isn't there. <laughs> but no, it it's really not, tasty. but this one it is. is. It is really tasty with the, the bacon through it. Uh, and as Joe was saying earlier on, it's the sort of, the sort of saltiness. It just makes it, you know, it's not just a mac and cheese, it's salty, it's got a bit of sustenance to it as well. Now, I'll say one thing that, you know, Disney doesn't do a lot of things good. Like, I know they're not known for their burgers, excluding some of the nicer places in Disney Springs. Their pizza is crappy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, you could say, via, you know, Via Napoli, eh, it's okay. I'm not a fan of it. However, everywhere I've had mac and cheese on Disney property has been good, man. It doesn't matter if it's food and wine, if it's at a restaurant, if it's at a counter service at like one of the resorts. <laughs> Chuck is saying no. I've tried the kids' mac and cheese. I'm like, I looked at my it, wife. I was it like, was the kids' mac and cheese. It was Chef Mickey's. I was so, so disappointed. Were you really? I've, I've, I'm, now I'm comparing it to, I've had it a couple of times at Saratoga at Artist Palette. <laughs> I was like, I was upset at myself that I ordered an adult portion, adult item with the kids' mac and cheese, which just had mac and cheese by itself. Uh, oh, but, I love their mac and cheese everywhere else, except at Chef Mickey's. Yeah. It, it, maybe it was just a bad night. It might have been a bad night, but it, seriously, it's like one of the things that like, I don't know if it's just cheese whiz that you use, but like it doesn't matter if it's just cheese whizzy stuff <laughs> so, or if it's like food and, and wine. with no cheese. Or if it's like food and wine, like good mac and cheese, you know, you're paying top dollar for it. Disney does mac and cheese well. That will, that's all I got to say I wonder that. if Amen. you order the whole tray of the this mac and cheese. Walk take, around that with that, the, the metal serving tray. <laughs> I'll take 20 orders, please. I'll take one of the fresh orders. ones out of the warmer, Don't, please. Please do not put it in a dish. I'll just take the tray. Right on. And she's so good. Yeah. So that... Just get back to the pigs again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could probably get the loaded pig. They're sticky pig wings. Cut them up, <laughs> toss it in. Listen to us, Disney. We're coming up with some gourmet ideas here. You could call it the Quattrochi. <laughs> well, Quattro, you know, it's four, so you may have some four four cheese mac and cheese. I don't know. Four oh. tray mac and cheese. You just ruined it, Joe. Sorry. All right. Anyways. Can you edit so that out? <laughs> <laughs> we've got our food. Now we need something to drink. We've been drink we've been eating a lot of salty stuff, including fake spam or fake meat spam. Um, now we're going to need to wash it down with something. So, Joe, what are you going to start off with as your beverage of choice? All right. So you guys are going to make, thank God, first of all, Dave is not in the show because he would definitely make fun of me for this answer. Um, but I'm going to go to the Almond Orchard hosted by Blue, Blue Diamond, and I'm going to get the Almond Breeze Strawberry Smoothie. I've been on a diet for the last couple of months. I've gotten into almond milk. I love smoothies, and I'm going to need something nice to coat my stomach after all the crap I just ate. So... Almond milk is not milk. Well, whatever. I love smoothies, and it sounds good, so that's what I'm going with. Okay. Hi. You ever tried milk in an almond? <laughs> You're there forever. <laughs> I mean, does anyone have anything to say about Joe's almond milk? <laughs> it's no. a smoothie. Everybody loves a smoothie. You know, you could, how about this? You could throw some vodka in there. If you got a little airplane bottle, you throw some Okay, vodka. there you go. <laughs> right, so We're making rum. our own rules. A little Bam. rum, right? Little Malibu, little uh, little Bacardi, you know, throw some rum in there too. All right, okay. Yeah. I, I do like I do, I do like smoothies though. I looked at all, you know we've talked about booze a lot in, on previous shows, and I was like I'm gonna go with something different. So that's why I decided to choose a smoothie. You know, mix it up a little bit. Sounds great. It sounds like almond milk, Stephen. <laughs> what are you gonna go with? Yeah, well I'm gonna head over to Joffrey's, uh, and again. <laughs> Why, why stop it in a good thing? It says, I'm going to go for Canada Riviera Sunrise. It's frozen orange and pineapple with Grand Marnier. Orange on and pineapple. You know, two citrus sort of fruits together. Love a Grand Marnier. It's really, really nice with the orange sort of tint through it. Uh, it's just a crazy... Well, they, they do orange, the frozen orange through it. So, it was sort of half dough whip. Half orange, you know, and it's not a citrus swirl. This is so, and a wee bit of Grand Marnier through the, the middle of it. Definitely a one of them. So basically, you're having a pineapple party. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I never thought about that. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's for a, 
<laughs> Honestly, it's just when you see me, you have one of these green things coming out the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Steven's got the pineapple hat to cover up the pineapple sprout that's sprouting from the top of his head. <laughs> I mean, it sounds delicious, and, and pretty much anything you get from that Joffrey's uh, kiosk is going to be delicious, so that I, I have nothing to, to mock. There's no omni milk in it. Why do they call it Canada Riv- Riviera Sunrise? I mean, is Grand Marnier from Canada or something? I don't know. I think it's by Buffalo. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Canada is by Buffalo, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they do quite a lot. The, the Joffrey's thing. Uh, it says you get fire and ice, frozen lemon with fireball cinnamon whiskey. I would do that, but I'm a, I really, really detest cinnamon. So if you take what? out the cinnamon whiskey and just put normal whiskey in, oh, oh that would be really nice as well. And you get this the frozen uh, future world fast fast lane frozen cappuccino with brown jug bourbon cream. That looks great as well. You know, it's anything with coffee and stick a wee bit of bourbon on top of it. Yep. That'll keep you going. Maybe not keep you going. Maybe have to sit down after that. But... <laughs> yeah, so we found two ways cool. to sneak alcohol in, right? <laughs> <laughs> You know, they sell alcohol in this park. You don't have to sneak it in like deviants, Dave. <laughs> you probably won't listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, uh, Jeff, where are you going for your beverage of choice? Well, actually, I was going to do the pancake milkshake. I mean, when that got announced, um, first, you know, first of all, Taste Track, that's an interesting new booth. Um, I don't I'll, maybe. Kind of do you, you kind of new? I mean, is it new for the festival though? I I don't know. It is new for the festival. <laughs> That's um, what I mean. However, it's at the same footprint as well, Taste Track. Well, the weird thing about this is, do you hit it on the way in or do you hit it on the way out? So I, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, it looks like it's like heavy duty. Bunch That's got to be a pres- way out thing. If you're drinking a milkshake with pan- yeah. like a pancake, that's got to be a way out thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you wouldn't start off with the pancake milkshake. Plus, it looks like they have like every kind of croissant, <laughs> donut, otherwise known as a cronut, uh, you can imagine. But, yep. uh, but if I didn't do the pancake milkshake, um, I was going to use the uh, chocolate experience as my backup plan. But the Ghirardelli drinking chocolate sounds pretty darn good too. Also, so. difficult to do during the hot, hot Florida summer winter. Fall. Oh, is it, is it implied? <laughs> I guess it's it's hot like hot chocolate. Well, no, it's you're drinking chocolate. It's that should be drink. consumed on the monorail or bus ride back to your resort. Or in so. the car. There you go. Okay. Well, it just preferably if you're not driving, so you don't go to a food coma behind the wheel. <laughs> or you don't hit a bump and spill the chocolate all that over. That is true, though. So. <laughs> not that anyone's done that, of course. Nice. Joe, you're speaking from no experience on that, right? <laughs> no, I have no experience at spilling anything on myself while driving a vehicle on Disney yep. property. Nope. nope. Not at all. Never happened. Never happened, man. (laughs) Only a quasi-resident. Never happened, though. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to go over to Light Lab, um, and I'm going to cheat. Who saw this coming? Wow, what a surprise. Chuck is making up rules. (laughs) I did make up the rules. Did you find some kind of money on the ground or Japan (laughs) Hill? Nope. Nope. That was theft. Well, uh, (laughs) clever reacquisitioning. Um, and I'm going to go with the Cider Flight at Light Lab. It is the original sin, Rosé Hard Cider from New York, the Three Daughters Brewing Blueberry Peppercorn Hard Cider from St. Petersburg, and the Cider Boys Zen Berry Hard Cider from Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Um, I've really developed a taste for these hard ciders. Um, I'm not kind of... like It's not like I'm drinking the Angry Orchard, which is actually an option at one of the booths. I don't know if anyone else saw that. Um... But I'm going, like, that cider flight looks good, but the only way to make it better is to walk over to Canada and get the Moosehead Rattler. Now, Stephen, that's a drink that I think you would enjoy because it has those uh, nice citrusy flavors to it. Yeah. Um, I had it last year in September. I went back in November, and they were completely sold out of it, and they weren't getting any more, and it was very disappointing. But this beer is delicious. Um, it doesn't taste like beer. It's it's a very smooth drink. It's refreshing. I mean, I, I asked our local liquor, local liquor store up here, which 
isn't really a liquor store. It's a beer store. If they carry it, and they're like, oh, it's in the computer. I'm like, oh, great, fantastic, I'll take it. They're like, we're not carrying it. And I was disappointed. Again. The Rattler's really good. That is really refreshing. It's a really summery drink. This is, and as you say, it doesn't really taste like beer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's uh, citrusy. You know, I, I don't know if it was invented in Australia, but I, I know Foster's do quite a lot of them as well. This is but that they have brought them across here as well. But I think, I think it was said would be really nice with that. Okay, Joe, uh, Jeff, any comments I think, on? I think our resident uh, expert Tim Schwess could be very proud of your choice there. Um, I know for a fact that the three daughters is it three daughters brewing or two daughters? I always get three. confused. Three. Um, I like some of their lighter stuff. Uh, I mm-hmm. buy in Publix when I'm in Daytona, so uh, I know you can't go. You know, it, usually one is good. Usually most of their stuff is good, so I I, I would definitely try that. Some of the oh, other side, oh. some of the other stuff I'm not. I don't know a lot about ciders, so I really can't chime in too much. But I know a little bit. What's the difference with the hard stuff? Is it just percentage-wise or Well, hard wise? cider has alcoholic content. Cider does All right. not. All right. Well, well, all cider across here has alcoholic content. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we have apple <laughs> cider. Like, Hi. It's just apple juice. I mean, Chuck, right. I, I am the guy who's drinking almond milk at Epcot, so I figure. <laughs> you like to listen to no, I'm just on a diet, Stephen. It's you know, <laughs> trying to watch the calories. Yeah, that's why I'm drinking the apple stuff for the calories. It's, it's basically fruit. All right, it's everyone. Fruit. Yeah, it's fruit. All right, so we're gonna round out this evening with our Eat to the Beat concert series. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star, get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star, get the show on, get paid. Now, I hope everyone's prepared their musical number. Give me a little bit of time. Very little notice. Um, But Disney, as part of the Food and Wine Festival, puts on the Eat to the Beat series much in the same way that they do during um, Flower and Garden with their Flower Power series, which I don't even think that's the name anymore. Um, So if you want to see headlining acts from the 90s, 2000s, and a little bit before, this is where to do it. Now, there's plenty of dates. There's plenty of names. Um, in, in the interest of not taking anyone's, we're going to start with Joe. Joe, who would you make a trip to see down to Food and Wine to to see them at Eat to the Beat? Well, I was looking at the the list there, and it was a it was a group called TBD, but uh, I, I found out that was to, really to good, be determined. Yeah. So I think that was <laughs> – no, in all seriousness, uh, <laughs> September 22nd through the 23rd, I want to see – I want me a little Sheila E., only a little Sheila E from back and in now the eighties. Musical selection. Uh, the of course her her uh, her top hit, the Glamorous Life. You know she performed that on Miami Vice back in eighty five, I believe it was. Um, she Fine, was. Huh? She still looks good to this day. She wants to lead the glamorous life she don't need. I'm not going to go any further than that, but, you know, yeah, I want to see me some shit. We have enough to start the show now. <laughs> uh, never, I I literally don't know who, who you're talking about. You don't know who Sheila E is? Well, you said 85. I was born in 88. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. There you go. <laughs> you hold your age very well, Charles, so that's nothing. <laughs> I mean, uh. I know Miami Vice, but uh, that's all I got. She was in one episode, so. Oh, I must have missed it. I'm a huge Miami Vice fan, so, I mean. Oh, yeah. What was the character's name? 
She was a hottie. Miami? I don't know. I've never seen it. I think she still looks pretty good, though. So. All right. She's aged well. Okay. That, that's fine. Um, Steven, who are, who are you going to make a special trip to see? I'm just back from a festival in Scotland called Rewind. And this person performed a couple of her songs uh, at that festival. It was, and I thought she was really good. Uh, so between the 1st and the 3rd of September, uh, you can go and see Tiffany. Over here, I mean, I don't know how big a, a star she really was over there, but huge two two sort of songs over here, which was the Beatles sort of when they say cover, I think it was more of a parody more than a cover. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and I think I'm alone now, uh, which has been sort of taken on as a as a Rangers song. <laughs> Uh, with and they've sort of changed the words to it, but I'm not going to sing that one. <laughs> uh, so I think she was really good, uh, and I must admit, seeing her now compared to what she was, and I know she was a child star sort of when she sang these songs, but you would walk by her in the street, <laughs> totally different. She just does not look anything like the, the way she used to. Uh, so I would go and see her. And if you think they're going to get a song at me, you're well mistaken. <laughs> All we got to do is uh, we need a little Debbie Gibson in there. We've got like the mall tour from like the 80s and 90s between Sheely, Debbie Gibson, and Tiffany coming Shake to a mall in the area. Uh, see, Stephen knows the songs. Oh, I know Debbie Gibson. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Well, I just can't that. shake your love. She shake was good. <laughs> more ways than one. Oh, Listen, you boy. know all of our listeners are singing along in the car right now. They've got yeah. songs in their heads right now. That's actually... We were going to wait to announce this, but we're we're starting a spinoff podcast called Sing Alongs with Joe. <laughs> right. Yeah. Watch our <laughs> subscriber base. Drop. <laughs> Downloads one per week. It's Joe singing along with himself. Christmas album. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jeff, who are you making a special trip for? Well, I was uh, glancing through these. It's always fun to look at all the, the bands. And like um, Stephen was saying, about half of these are 80s bands, mm-hmm. um, which is, I mean, pretty exciting. That's when me and Stephen were in high school. So uh, this is right at our peak of our uh, teen years, listening to a bunch of this. Um but what caught my eye was Glass Tiger. Oh my gosh, I wore that tape out. can't believe that they're coming around i it, i think they're a british band right Stephen? or or no i don't know never heard, never heard the glass tiger so i guess maybe not um <laughs> what kind of songs did they sing uh so you give us the sample oh no they're canadian they're canadian so they are pretty much buff they're from buffalo i think <laughs> well i don't know so, canada is uh, basically the wannabe britain <laughs> glass tiger brian adams some same thing yeah, well, ironically, their their number one hit, uh, Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone, it features Brian Adams, so I don't know how they pull that <laughs> song off. definitely a Canadian band, then. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how they pull that off uh, without Brian Adams, because he's like half the you know background singing. But anyway, uh, no, Sunday. one of my favorite songs from them is uh, Someday. Um, Someday. You'll be shedding your tears. Oh, I've heard of them before. To cry over me. That's that's how it goes. So that's uh, had to back up Joe there on the uh, singing. I appreciate that, buddy. At least we didn't do Baja Man. That's what Chuck's probably holding out for. 
Well, it's a funny thing that you mentioned it. <laughs> so we've gone from the 80s to the 90s mall tour, and I'm going to bring us to the 2000s mall tour. I actually have three choices. Um, That's not fair. Come on, man. I had to pick one. All right. Well, my, my one <laughs> choice that I am going to pick is um, November 10th to the 12th, Big Bad Voodoo Dally. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. They have their song listed as Go Daddy O. Last year when I was there in November, um, I did see the Baja men and I still don't know who let the dogs out. Who let the dogs out? feel like I was falsely advertised as to getting this solved, but we still do not know who let the dogs out. But you yourself can go down this September and see the Baja men as well. If you're also interested in this 2000s and uh, late 90s continuation, Smash Mouth is going to be there from October 13th to the 14th. Um, All-Star, Walking on the Sun. So don't do that. Immediately after that, so you can make this a long trip. Now, this isn't really for me. It's just, you know, high school dances, and this is the slow songs. Uh, October 15th to the 16th, 98 Degrees, who are actually from Florida. I remember this. I remember watching this on TRL. Steven, you don't know what TRL is. Jeff, nope. uh, Joe? I got it. Yep, I got it. I was about that, about that older, live with Carson Daly. It was on at 2.30. Like, it's what you came home to. <laughs> Um, but they are are also going to be gracing the Epcot presence along with Hanson. I'm not picking Hanson. Dude, there's some other good bands out here, man. Like, oh, there's I mean, a ton of good bands. I mean, like, the, I've, I've seen, you know, I've seen a lot of these lists before, but I don't think I've ever been this excited about so many. Like, like I said, Tiffany is good. You know, um, Living Color is great. You know, they sing Cult of Personality. Sheila E. Um, Everclear is on here. I mean, uh, 90 Degrees is good. Uh, Billy Ocean, get out of my dreams. You know, Starship. You know, we built this. City. I mean, that's like a great 80s track. I mean, there's so many good, you know, the Hooters. What? And we dance. Satellite. Oh. And we dance something like that, you know, but I mean, Kenny G's on here. You, you can't ignore that. <laughs> He's going to put some people to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also have some returnings like Sugar Ray. Um, Vertical Horizon is a new one for this year for like the, the earlier 90s. Air Supply. Anyone? No? All right. 38 Special. Hold on loosely and don't let go. 
Come on. I, I, I got that one. I, just, I can't hit those notes. I, just <laughs> <smoke> <laughs> I don't can't go that high. <laughs> probably your shorts. PRS. Yeah, we better watch the PRS to see if they're doing actually coming charges for singing all these songs. <laughs> There's going to be no way that anyone is going to confuse us. Or recognize any of them. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I mean, I know those words in that order, but that's No, no, Stephen, right. it's all right. You can do it if it's a parody. <laughs> it's totally legal. Um, I remember seeing Boys to Men last year. I walked by while they were there. Dude, yep. you could not fit another person. Nope. Like, it was... The promenade was packed. Yep. Like, oh, really? Boys, Boys oh, my God. Absolutely. People in. This wow. year, they're going to be there from the 5th to the 7th. Wait a second. I'm going to have to see him again. <laughs> if they could rock a little Motown Philly, I'd be totally down for that. <laughs> I mean, Motown sure no Philly part? is going to be back again. I mean, if you're down there every, you're done there every year. <laughs> yeah, I've seen him three years in a row. <laughs> You need to adjust your trip. <laughs> so yeah. Well, it's when the stupid race is. I wonder if wonder why they're always there then. Well, no, last year we actually doubled it up <laughs> yeah. and saw Hanson and Boys to Men. Yeah. Hanson's funny. Man. We'll sing at the same time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were not singing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's going on? Um, now, does anyone know Jim Belushi? Uh... And the Sacred Hearts, various hits. Like, what the hell's yeah. going on there? I don't know. Uh, let's see if there's anything else that sticks out to me. Uh, I mean, Jim Belushi oh. took over for his brother John when he passed away and is kind of the Blues Brothers backup. But, you know, I, I think he can play the harmonica pretty damn good. That's all I, I've seen him do that. But I didn't know, I don't know anything about his band. I didn't know that he had a band, and they obviously aren't that good if they're labeled as various hits. <laughs> you know what? I wonder if they're going to do the Blues Brothers music. Oh, could be. And that's why they're not saying it, because, you know, Universal. Yeah, maybe. Um, if anyone's going to be there between October 1st and 2nd, please let us know what exactly happens with Jim Belushi and the Sacred Hearts. Um, and uh, Does anyone else have anything to add? Anything they want to try? Uh, excited for other than I would, the chocolate I, croissant. I would go out of my way to see uh, Starship. Mm. Yeah. Isn't that Mickey Thomas? We yeah. built this city. Mm-hmm. Once, we were talking about this in the work the other day. This is once Jefferson Airplane. Yeah. Yeah. Turned That's into right. Starship. Yeah. yeah they, they went through some transitions. Yeah. And a few drugs. Wow. <laughs> if you go through this list, I'm that sure you're going to find more than a few drugs. <laughs> uh, Sugar Ray. Yeah. I'm it's, sure it's, were... a, it's a tight, it's a, you know, people like crack at this list a lot of times. Like, oh, eat to the beat. It's a pretty good list. I mean, it's it's aimed towards people our age, you know, but people that are paying the bills to go to Epcot and Disney yep. World. But I mean, that's what it is. It, you know, it's, it could be a lot worse. There's some pretty good acts on here. I mean, for me to even know a lot who a lot of these people are, it's. You know, well, and you're it's interesting to see the kind of generational shift as we're going out of the 70s music and more to 80s and 90s, 80s, 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. Um, Like Hanson, 98 degrees. That just screams um, millennials. Millennials, Yeah. So you watch. There's going to be a thousand uh, women my wife's age at the Tiffany concert. So it'll it'll pack a man. Now, I said, "What about breakfast at Tiffany's?" Is not Tiffany, right? <laughs> right. No. Tiffany. No, so... that was Deep Blue something. Deep Blue something. Yeah. No, that's yeah. what the yeah, Deep Blue something. Yeah. I was gonna make a joke, but Joe uh, decided to confirm what you had said. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. 95, 96. Deep Blue what, Stephen? Yeah. <laughs> You'd think I, I grew up in the eighties. I mean, I was born in eighty, but. <laughs> I love 80s music. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, great great stuff. Um so if no one else has anything, anyone? prosecution rests. Very good then. <laughs> that will wrap it up for another fantastic episode of the Mickey Dudes podcast. Before we tell you where you could find 
us all together. Let's go through the list individually, starting with Joe. Joe, where could you be find found on the interwebs? You could find me over at the resortloop.com DVC roundtable. Still having issues with my social media, so still tra- working on that, but still over at resortloop.com DVC roundtable. You're probably better off for it. Okay. Steven, where can they find you? Yeah, you can get me on Twitter at SJM Disney and on Facebook under Stephen Maxwell. Jeff? Braindud92 on Twitter and just plain old Braindu, D-E-W, on Instagram. Like Mountain Dew? Exactly. Mm. Very good. I don't like Mountain Dew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you like Braindu? Uh, Braindu is a great follow on Instagram. But if you want to follow me, you could follow me on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat. And if you want to follow all of us, you could find us on Twitter and Facebook at The Mickey Dudes. And you could find us on Instagram at The Mickey Dudes Podcast. Thank you for joining us all this week. We hope to see you again next week. And Joe, take it away. Uh. listen to another exciting episode at the mickey dudes podcast you can find the mickey dudes on facebook at the mickey dudes podcast and on twitter at the mickey dudes if you enjoyed our podcast please share the love on stitcher or itunes thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon